There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And today we are talking about one of the biggest deep dives for the DC Cinematic Universe that we have ever probably done on this podcast for the Yonko Table. James Gunn basically dropped a Kevin Feige bomb earlier today, and he basically gave out a full breakdown of what to expect for the next 8 to 10 years of the DC Universe, specifically in terms of how it relates to television, movies, video games, animation. I mean, he did, he did the full nine yards. We're going to deep dive each project that he mentioned today. I'm actually really excited about it, but you want to know one person that's not excited because he does not like anything DC is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, are we only here for Quantum Mania? Are we only here for MCU madness? No, and I've never said that. Y'all just like painting a false narrative. Are you saying we are the fake news? Y'all are fake. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Well, go tell me about it. Like, you know, the DC, were you uh, were you just unenthused with the news? Were you just kind of like, mm, but it's nothing Marvel. Ke James Gunn wishes he could pull a Kevin. Listen, uh, again, you're spreading. Uh, I I'm asking. Hoods. I'm asking. I'm not saying. Well, you, you make it sound like I gushed at the last time Marvel had a giant announcement. I did not gush. I did not. I definitely are didn't. You, are you sure? I, yeah, I'm pretty positive. Uh, I did not gush because, again, it wasn't much of what they showed wasn't new. So I didn't gush. And then with DC, when it comes down to it, you know, they have a bad rapport. So it's like some of these things we've heard people talk about for plenty of time. And I will be more hyped when I get trailers. When I get casting, uh, when I get, you know, just uh, it's moving forward. Announcements don't do much for me anymore. You'll get more out of me from trailers and that stuff. But uh, those other things that I just mentioned, uh, they're definitely more hype than just announcements alone. Announcements alone are not enough. And but not that now with all that said, some of this stuff that's been announced has caught my attention and i do like how he uh you know expressed what was going on with some of these projects and i like what i had to hear but i'm not you know i'm not over here gushing but there are some things that oh, i wow. like that he said and we will talk about it where is dr mondo or kami chris when you need them i don't know what you want from me i don't have to what, <laughs> whoa you want me to be like Whoa! What kind of forever? Waller oh my show. god! Amanda show. Oh my god! Amanda Waller. Of all the show, of all the projects, I doubt you would gush over that. But well, like I, I have my thoughts on that one. I have my thoughts on that one. One thing I liked about this because it's something that needed to be addressed with the DC universe, or rather, the DC extended universe. It looks like it looks like 
going forward, we're we're dropping that that acronym. We're not calling it extended universe anymore. I think he um, said DCEU. I think he, I heard no, him. No, no. He said DCU. DC Universe. He, he, oh. he made it a point to drop that damn E because I was always wondering what that damn E was there for with the films. It's like, what what's extended about this? This is... This is a film series. Like, this is a film franchise. Like, what? The Marvel Cinematic Extended Universe? Like, I... I, I guess he was getting at, you know, they would eventually incorporate TV. But to my knowledge, they only had one TV show that tied into the greater DCEU. Which was Peacemaker, right? Peacemaker, right. Right. So it, it looks like with James Gunn and Peter Safran at the, at the helm of DC Studios they're like this is the DC universe the DCU I'm I'm just glad that they're streamlining this nonsense they're just, they're calling it the DCU um moving forward for their their future properties and but like I was saying I like how transparent they were with this because that was needed. James Gunn literally went on for six minutes. Kevin Feige wishes that he could do something like this. James Gunn got on camera for like six straight minutes and explained each and every project and what its goal is, like when it's going to release, uh, what, what type of story it's trying to tell, if it's live action or a cartoon. Like this was not like a big D23 presentation. And I feel like it didn't need to be. I'm glad it was like this. He got straight to the point and like, this is what we're looking forward to. And it's not even all of it. This is not even everything he has planned. He said, this is just one segment. This one is segment. all he could announce now is what he right said. Right now. Exactly. So, um, you know, setting setting the scene, James Gunn earlier uh, today on, what is it? January uh, 31st. 31st, um, yep. Earlier on that date, he basically gave a whole spiel about what are the remaining projects that are outside of the DCU in terms of, you know, he didn't really have a role in it, but they were already in production before he got involved. So, for example, everyone's favorite, Shazam 2 or Shazam and the Fury of the Gods. That is set to come out in what, February or March? March. 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 Um, one of the movies that has been delayed multiple times, um, but it's confirmed it is coming in March and, um, James got acknowledged, Hey, this movie is in its own little, um, uh, not universe, but like Shazam has always acted on his own outside of the grand scheme of things in terms of like the, you know, the major DC movie characters, like, you know, the Superman's never there. Batman's never there. Wonder it's just Shazam. And his shenanigans. And again, that proves problematic because you have Black Adam that came out in October, Shazam coming out in March, barely six months apart, and they have nothing to do with each other. No Black Adam and Shazam, no Shazam and Black Adam. James Gunn was needed in, in this studio. Just for that travesty alone, this needed to happen. This and uh, he definitely was thrown shade. He said, as you said, saying he's in his own little corner and has no other connectivity outside of some name drops. He's throwing shade, but he's right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And, you know, this is coming out of, uh, you know, Zachary Levi, the guy who uh, plays Shazam. Yes. Um, He's been recently caught in some controversy uh, within the last couple days. <laughs> I've seen. Um, 
uh, he's been posting a lot of anti-vax uh, <laughs> tweets on Twitter. And people have been asking James, James, are you going to recast Shazam? Are you going to recast him? And he's like, guys, I can't control what the what the man says. <laughs> Just, I let, you know, the movie's coming out either way. If we want to recast them, we will. But just, j j I, I can't control what he says. I can't control what he says. Just let, let him have his weird little episode on, on anti-vaccination. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought that was funny. Um, so we have Shazam 2. Um, coming up afterwards is The Flash which is supposed to be um, a bit of a reset in James's own words um, in terms of what exactly it's going to reset. If it's going to give birth to his DCU, we don't know, but he has acknowledged it as a reset. Um, he further stated that The Flash is one of the greatest superhero films he has ever seen. <laughs> and it's just going into that narrative of, my God, DC, Ezra Miller can go on a murder spree next week and DC will find some way to release this movie. They will not cancel it. They will not delete it from their servers. This thing is going to be released. Does, does James Gunn's words get you kind of interested in the Flash? Or not kind of interested. I imagine you were already interested, but... Are you now even more like Jesus, man? This movie better be the magnum opus of everything DC ever. This look, the Flash is just littered with just I don't even know how to describe it, but the back and forth of oh, it's coming out, oh, it's not coming out, uh, you know, has just dominated a lot of the DC conversation for the last three years, and then people, then you know, we see the 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 downward spiral that is dc and wb and yet this is the one thing that keeps poking its head above the water this thing won't sink and then he comes out and says it's one of the greatest films he's ever seen one of the greatest superhero films he's ever seen <laughs> i've been interested i'm more interested uh and dare i say i might have been spoiled a little bit due to toys because again that's what toys do now ah, nowadays Pop. they just they just spoil the shit out of movies um there's a lot of potential in this movie apparently despite whatever ezra miller might be doing out in the real world they are still pushing this film and if this is gonna close out the dceu and reset for the dcu and still be considered one of the greatest film, superhero films ever. Then, yeah, I'm gonna see it regardless. I'm gonna see it regardless. I, How dare I can cancel. You? I can cancel this fool and still watch this movie, no problem. Well, well, you see, you mentioned about canceling Ezra. Apparently, DC has no interest in canceling Ezra. They have the door, and, and again, they've confirmed this. They have the door wide open for him to come back for future flash projects or cameos whatever as long as ezra seeks the help that ezra needs right it's like <sighs> as long as they seek like therapy and whatever ezra is welcome back which is insane because it's like what is in this movie that they want this guy to keep coming back uh to further go on that you know uh james gunn basically confirmed everyone well not everyone but like Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, and Ezra Miller. And I think there was one more in there. Um, 
Oh, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. They're all welcome to reprise their roles in his DCU moving forward. Now, we don't know if that means in terms of uh, continuations of their characters from the movies that they already starred in, or if they want to reprise their roles as new versions of the characters in the DCU, right? So, like, if Gal Gadot comes back as Wonder Woman in the DCU with James Gunn, it might be a new version of Wonder Woman that we haven't experienced yet, if that makes sense. Right. Um, uh, it's just, you know, it's a, it's just a really easy opportunity for them to be like, uh, well, it's a reset. So if this character looks different, well, technically it's a different universe. Or they are played by the same actor, just in a different universe. Either scenario works in their favor. Right, right. So we'll see uh, how the Flash uh, really changes the game for the DC Cinematic Universe. Hopefully it comes out. I would hope so. I mean, technically it's supposed to come out after Shazam 2, and that's in March. So I think right now it's like June, July for, for, for The Flash. Um, June, yeah. June. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, after The Flash is Blue Beetle. Uh, James Gunn didn't say too much about Blue Beetle. Uh, he just basically said, yep, that's, you know, Blue Beetle's going to come out as well uh, this year. So stay tuned for that. And Aquaman 2 will close us out for 2023 for uh dc film projects funny enough with aquaman 2 we don't even have aquaman 2 yet they teased aquaman 3 as well today as if aquaman 3 is pretty much greenlit which is like we don't even have the second movie yet how are you how are you teasing a third well you know given because aquaman 2 also had a lot of uh delays, pushbacks uh, on pushbacks. its yeah, delays Maybe this is all part of their plan, you know? Uh, they say <laughs> Aquaman 2 was a lingering project, one of the four, you know? But if it comes out after Flashpoint, it very much might be in the new DCU, for all we oh, know. Aquaman 2 or 3? Yeah, Aquaman oh, 2. two. Mm -hmm. Aquaman 2. If it comes... Okay. I imagine anything that comes out after Flashpoint... Which is considered the, the reset. The in, reset. In his own words. In his own words. Yeah, so I, with that said, Blue Beetle and... Aquaman 2 very much might be, you know, chronologically after the reset of Flashpoint. We don't know. They could, you know, backtrack and just say this took place before Flashpoint. But given our chronological timeline in real time, it could be part of the reset. And it could be essentially the first major film post-Flashpoint outside of Blue Beetle. So who knows? Could be. Who knows? Could be. Um... I think 2023 wraps up with Aquaman 2. And then from there is where James Gunn's projects begin. Um, this is the 8 to 10 year plan that he has slated uh, for the DCU. And it's considered phase one or chapter one. You know, if you want to call it by the MCU terminology, it's phase one. But he calls it chapter one. Um, the first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Um, and mind you, the projects he dropped today, they are not all the projects that he has slated for chapter one. He has multiple other projects still, um, you know, in development, but this is what he's allowed to talk on right now. Um, so coming up first, uh, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about this because I have no idea what the hell this even is. Uh, Creature Commandos 
is going to be the first part of the uh like phase one part one of james gunn's universe um it's going to be a tv animated series and just to be clear on this james gunn made it very clear that these projects are all going to be intertwined together almost to beyond the extent that even marvel does it because like you know marvel has its movies and then it has its shows that bleed into its movies james gunn is taking it a step further he's saying our movies our tv series both live action and animated and even video games are all going to intermingle together so whenever you're playing a whatever video game we have no idea what they even have planned for that but if you're playing a video game of like uh i don't know batman revengeance or something you you can rest easy knowing ooh this is going to play into the film series at some point ooh batman revengeance what a title um <laughs> this excites me all right this th th this this multimedia yes. idea okay yes um games being tied into the greater whatever you can now go before. past arkham yeah whoopee <laughs> um, or maybe the next Arkham title will literally tie in into the universe. Ooh. I mean, that's cool. That's really cool when you think about it, because that's another layer of, you know, I guess, you know, the overall story you will have to engage with if you want to be fully invested. But when he mentions this show, Creatures and Gods, or what is it? Creatures? C Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos, which looks like commando versions of a lot of the wb not wb but like the monster universe mm. uh if you looked at the image he also said that we will see characters make the jump from animation to live action yes yeah and we will see vice versa live action to animation and he said i like they're that. not recasting mm -hmm. whoever they cast if let's say they cast based on i guess they're looking at every aspect first they're looking at who can embody this role as a vocal talent and as a live action talent like because let's say eddie murphy gets casted as the leader of the creature commandos for the for for the va he's also the live action counterpart <laughs> like yeah you're, you're gonna see him in live action as well that's, so that's cool that's, i like that i like that a lot that's like big time commitment as far as kind of if you're really trying to solidify this connectivity you know because as you said um with marvel for instance you know the only animated project they have where it's like canon i guess um what if what if, what if right and yeah. with and mind with, you they they have some upcoming animated projects that are supposedly a canon like marvel um, yeah the um right isn't the spider-man heist oh yeah, yeah i guess so that'll be their first step but i guess what's really cool about this too again is like you know i i guess the actors have to be available to do the voice whoever they bring on they're like we're not gonna find a voice alike you gotta come into the studio record your lines you know and right. then we'll see you on set for day one of the oh you're gonna appear in this film you know this so that's really that's like, that's uh, cool <laughs> this won't be like uh tom hanks voices woody in the movies but his brother voice jim him. hanks <laughs> jim <Right>. hanks <laughs> they get a jim hanks to voice him in the game <laughs> Don't even get me started on this. One, I mean, that's just high key disrespectful. Hey, 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 Jim. Hey, Jim. I, I, I can't make this Woody recording for a for a TV special. Can you cover? Oh, sure, Tom. 
<laughs> I ain't gonna get into that. Uh, that's disrespect. The, the disrespect. But Major. again, see, this is bold and creative. This you could is say it's brave like. and bold. Mm. Good one. <laughs> but again, this I like stuff like this. This is new direction for storytelling, which James Gunn also said it's story first. And he kept kind of emphasizing that in that six minutes. He kept saying story above everything. It seems like it so far. Right, right. He really emphasized that both in the beginning of his little clip, his, his video that he released, and also at the end. Story above everything. I don't know anything about Creature Commandos, but just knowing that it's in the hands of someone that really cares about the story he's going to tell, I'm excited about it. You know, I don't know. I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy going into it, but I'm excited. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah. James Gunn thrives with, uh, you know... The uh, Suicide Squad, another good example. The perfect example, Suicide yeah. Squad. He thrives with these lesser-known characters and these, um, you know, these weirdos, these mm. outsiders. I've, I've, I, I'm not worried. I'm honestly not worried. He said he wrote this one too. Right, uh, right. I'm not worried. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, Creature Commandos is up first. After Creature Commandos, we are getting Waller. Uh, the TV series based off of Amanda Waller. Uh, Viola Davis will be reprising her role. And the series is confirmed to be set between seasons one and two of Peacemaker. Oh, another series that James Gunn has credit to that was superb. Um, some of the uh, writers behind the Waller series, uh, maybe you recognize some of these names. Uh, Crystal Henry. You know, Crystal oh, Henry. Uh who they said they're bringing on from uh from the watchman right right crystal henry from watchman and jeremy carver from doom patrol uh so i mean i don't know them by that but i know them by credit uh watchman okay. i'm sold on watchman we're talking the hbo series which i imagine right. they are good enough for me that show was phenomenal did you watch the watchman I I uh I watched like an episode and I really liked it. I just I just didn't finish it. But I if know fin I, I know it's good. I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. Uh so you you got me there. I'm good with that. Uh Doom Patrol. I hear a lot of people really enjoy Doom Patrol. People Haven't really watched like it Doom myself. Patrol. Uh but it sounds like uh, you know, they got some good writers. Um and they're not gonna let go of go of Viola Davis. You're not going to let her go. You sold me on Viola Davis. You sold me on the, an entire TV series on just Amanda Waller. I'm so like, you may not like oh, a Waller TV series. It's no, Viola okay. Davis. It's Viola I, Davis. I, I was, listen, when I said that, I was just joking because it was Were just like, you? I mean, I was joking in terms of, I mean, this is not something I necessarily needed. An Aunt May film? Listen, but an Aunt May movie? When, when you look at the grand scheme of it all viola davis academy award winning emmy award winning she about to be an egot winning viola davis you don't let that talent go you have her you don't let it go you know so i get it i get it center a whole show around her the viola davis fans are gonna storm okay uh i get it i get it smart move it's a very smart move Fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it just based on the name alone. She's been the one consistent factor in all of these DC projects. Wasn't she in the original Suicide Squad? Right? She was. She was in Suicide Squad, 
And then she was in the Suicide Squad. She got that cameo on Peacemaker. Right. And she was in Black Adam, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. She she's been we said it before. She's been the Nick Fury of the DC film universe. <laughs> the Nick Fury. <laughs> she's uh probably not as uh on the moral high ground as Nick Fury, but no, uh, uh no, no, no. But um that 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 constant tie-in into all these projects. You don't let go of that talent. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't. So uh, it, it, from from how this is looking like, it's looking like only those two series will be rounding us off in 2024. So you have Creature Commandos, you have Waller. There's no release dates, but based on the conversation that James Gunn had, it sounds like those are 2024 projects. I'm just throwing my guess in there because after Waller, is what James Gunn considers the true beginning of the DCU. This is this is the Iron Man to him of the DCU. And that is Superman Legacy. The live action Superman film without Henry Cavill <laughs> set to release on July 11th, 2025. Um I I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it just to see what James Gunn's take is on it. I know some people are still really salty about Henry Cavill kind of um, getting the axe. And it's funny because uh, James Gunn came out and said, you know, technically Henry Cavill was never fired. He was never casted to begin with. Um, and just right. based on the story that they have, you know, he was, it's, it's not like he doesn't like Henry Cavill. It's just on what his idea of this Superman film, which is supposed to take place with a younger Superman. So you're looking at maybe Clark Kent, uh, maybe Smallville era Superman. <laughs> um, you know, this is a character that he felt Henry Cavill didn't fit. And I, I, even though I like Henry Cavill as Superman, I can still respect James Gunn being that upfront and honest about it. And he he's not completely axing Henry Cavill from future Superman stuff. He's just saying, for now, for this Superman legacy film, it's not you, Henry. It's 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 gotta be someone else, whoever's getting casted. We don't know who's who, who's casted at this time. I mean, from what we heard, I don't think Henry Cavill's too upset about it. Uh, oh, you know, it, he is upset. Like, well, I mean, I mean, not he's not like salty. He's not like you know, um, like like throwing shade at James or anything. But he he did want to be back. I mean, I think it's back. unfortunate. I think he th finds it definitely unfortunate. But I don't think he's over here like you know, like ah, you know. No, 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 no. Yeah, but, um, like that. Yeah, as you said, like uh, again, what they're what they're really doing is just opening up the. The idea of multiverse, which everybody's now going to be trying to do. Uh, Henry Cavill can definitely come back in a very uh, Spider-Man No Way Home type of way. But yeah, they're going with a younger Superman. He's old. Uh, he's like in his 40s. Uh, it doesn't work. Um, and again, that's not a discredit to Henry Cavill. I think he is a great Superman. But, you know, it was just... Henry Cavill was dealt a bad hand a uh, being bad a part hand. of you know the disjointed efforts of the DCEU and yeah that's that's the way the cookie crumbled so um love to see him back um but you know big shoes to fill whoever they're gonna cast as this young Superman uh 
But I think this is a cool idea, a young Superman film that's not really been done before. Uh, as you said, the Smallville treatment. Hopefully it's not Smallville, the series, just Condense quickened. Hopefully there's some hours. depth. Yeah, hopefully it's depth has some depth to it, but we'll see. Right. No, for sure. And you mentioned multiverse as well. Um, you know, we still have films coming up that are outside of this template right outside of the dcu um and i like that james gunn was very clear on this if there's a film or series whatever that is in no way tied to the dcu slate for the next decade it is going to be considered an elseworld project an elseworld property uh basically meaning it's set in its own universe separated from everything so for example the batman that came out last year, that would be considered an else world film. Um, the same thing with the upcoming The Batman Part Two, that will also be an else world film. Same with Joker Two. I forgot the French name that they called yeah, it. No um, worry. But no. uh that that's considered an else world film. And the only other thing that fits under the category as well, I thought this thing was axed. I I nope, had no true. idea this he was recognizes still... the staying power. <laughs> uh but the 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 black superman film. Oh well, what did you think more... I was talking about? Well, he mentions he mentioned Teen Titans Go. Oh, Teen Titans Go, yes, yeah. he yes, he did mention Teen Titans Go as well. But no, the black superman film by uh, written by Tanahasi Coates is still alive. That, that, yeah. that thing is not canceled. It is not axed. It hasn't stopped. It is. It's going. It's going. I, I guess. Um. So those will be Elseworld projects. Uh. So if there's something that if there, there's a reason why you don't like the DCU, there's still some outside projects that you can look forward to that will be considered Elseworld, like Teen Titans Go. Everyone loves Teen Titans Go. <laughs> I guess. Um, Where's Young Justice? No one cares. <laughs> but you know, you know, we speaking of television series like Young Justice. Uh, this has nothing to do with Young Justice. Um, but our next big project after Superman Legacy, also in twenty twenty, I, I I believe this is also in twenty twenty five. Um, Lanterns. We're getting okay. a Green Lantern. HBO live action television series. And this got me excited. You know, people have been wanting at least one of these to be focused on Jon Stewart and just be like, come on, man, give us Jon Stewart. Give us Justice League Unlimited, damn it. <laughs> and no, but this time, this film, I'm, I'm sorry, this television series is going to be focusing on Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan. We're going to get both Green Lanterns. That is so cool. I am excited. Grandmaster, how are you not going to your closet and changing your pants right now? Tell me. Because I don't me. have a I don't have a green lantern suit to change into. So <laughs> that's why I'm not changing. But um again, I mean not again. Uh we we you and I talked about this earlier. Uh and I guess you don't believe me. The green the Green Lantern show idea has been floating around for years. And it's just taken forever to get off the ground. I am glad they're getting this off the ground. And the biggest debate was who's going to be the star. And it was Ryan really Reynolds. well, it, not the star. I mean, but like which 
who which lantern is going to be the star oh are yeah. we and it was usually was it how or was it john and then in recent years and when i say recent years i'm talking like before the they announced the downfall of dc there was an idea that it was going to be some obscure green lanterns and it was going to focus on a bunch of green lanterns with neither one of them being at the forefront and that didn't sit well with anybody ain't nobody was over here trying to watch the squirrel green lantern that who that there's a green lantern who's a squirrel uh i forget his name uh was it oh go uh go ahead oh what was he in dc super Bowl? no no i was gonna say wasn't there like a supposed cut of green lantern from Zack snyder's cut uh the Zack snyder justice league there was like uh, there was like a version of the snyder cut the, the five three-hour film um that had green lantern in it and i think it was john stewart's green lantern that was supposed to appear but they cut it out because they were like no we're not gonna touch it and we're we're not gonna do anything with it i do recall that yeah i forget who they had casted too but yes yeah they did cast someone too like they they, had filmed like a scene with this guy right um oh god i do not remember who that was I, um, I remember the actor but I I feel like it was John Stewart I think No no I, I'm pretty sure it was John uh Stewart uh and then yeah they told him not to uh like Take they it said out. all right do Take do it. do what you want do what you want don't include this <laughs> you, you, you can keep Martian Manhunter no one cares about him but take out Green want. Lantern uh Wayne T Carr Wayne T okay. Carr is okay. who they had casted and yeah I guess the man they really try to shut it out. Actually, um, I think there's a deleted scene that you can actually see. Like, like you can see the scene of, of Green Lantern coming down. I think uh, there's a um, or something. Well, I'm look I'm looking at this photo right now. It looks pretty good. Like it doesn't look fan made. Um which is it's just it's 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 unfortunate unfortunate. A lot of people think there's a lot of erasure of Jon Stewart going on. Uh and like, you know. Us being kids who predominantly grew up in the 2000s, for me, and correct me if I'm wrong, John Stewart was my first Green Lantern. That was uh, my first Green Lantern. Like, that was – maybe I'm biased because it was my first. He's my preferred Green Lantern. I like John Stewart. I He's he's cool. I like him. Love John Stewart. I mean, I guess I remember – Hal Jordan's cool, too. I just – I mean, yes, I like John. Jordan is cool. <laughs> yes, but it was like – I mean – for me, as you know, an African American looking at John Stewart again—that's representation. That was great. That, that was, was your cool. that was your Leo moment. That's me. Uh, I mean, I wasn't like that's me, but I was like, ooh, I don't got to be Batman anymore. I can be, <laughs> I can be John Stewart. <laughs> but um, the fact that they chose both of them, a, I think it's a smart move. Um, I think it's cool. I think you're gonna appease a lot of fans using both. Right. Um. Because right. again, the the concept of Green Lantern has really never been about really just one. They all right. come it's the into Lantern Corps. It's well, it's the core, and then it's also they all became lanterns for reasons. It was like Hal was like off doing some big mission, and they said, "Shit, no one's protecting Earth. Find a new carrier." And then they found John, and then it found guys like Guy Gardner, and they found guys like. Kyle Rayner, and then it found women like Jessica Reyes. There was a reason to have multiple lanterns. So I don't see a problem with a show featuring the two most prominent 
Green Lanterns. Makes sense to me. Um, Are you familiar with the show True Detective? All right. So I'm not. I never watched True Detective. Hooper TV, I think, can talk on uh, True Detective more. Um, when they when he says it's going to be a True Detective show, True Detective is considered one of the greatest shows of really? all time okay. right now. Uh, I And I, when I say that, I think specifically they're talking about season one, which features Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, uh, where uh, in that show... It goes back and forth between two time periods as they try to figure out uh, this mystery um, okay. that that transcends a couple of decades. Right. I don't know if they're going to take it that route, but I like the idea that if they're going for this detective mystery field, uh, because at the end of the day, the Lanterns are they are indeed cops. They're space patrol. He uh, did describe it as like a space cop type of show, like they'll be patrolling, you know, yeah. The- it's their job. It's their territory. I like that. I honestly like that. I I just I I feel I like that because that's a different take on the superhero genre that you don't see often. Where I can't even see a comparison that that you can make. Uh, right. That says, oh, I mean, they've done this before. Like they they haven't. <laughs> they haven't. Exactly. And- so again, I like ideas like this. Now I do say this. You know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, not controversy, but like you know. Uh, the idea of policing and oh right, cops. Right. I think this is a very good opportunity to kind of explore some of that semblance, uh, but still keep it in the realm of superheroism. Uh, right. So I think that I mean, I really do trust James Gunn. I really he has not let me down thus far. I think he has not uh, given me a reason. That, exactly. Until I, he does, I I can't say. Oh no, I don't know about this one. I don't know. Mm. Right, exactly, exactly. I may not be like super hyped about these projects, but I'm hyped into kind of the creative thinking that goes into them and the concept. The concepts, yes. So I think we'll get a layered story uh where it's kind of reflective to our society and then it's just cool that we got these lanterns. And it's about damn time, Jesus. Yes, finally. How uh John, come home. <laughs> Um, but yeah, in terms of like just a general story, all James Gunn basically said was that, um, this, you know, there's going to be like a terrifying mystery going on for the, for the Green Lantern show. And it's going to tie into the overarching story of the DCU. So this is going to be like your, your infinity stone hunt or your Thanos level threat. You're going to have an idea watching the Lantern show. Like this is the big game. This is what we're going to build towards our end game or our infinity war, whatever the equivalent is in the DCU. So that's what we'll get in Green Lantern. So that that as well makes me excited in terms of plot. Um, so that'll be that'll be neat. That'll be neat. Um, after Lanterns, this is where I'm kind of like I'm, I'm shrugging my shoulders a little bit. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Uh, the Authority. live action film i listen i know we have some people in the audience that are dc nuts and you know maybe you guys recognize that name if you do let us know in the comments down below who they are help us help us uh basic understanding of how james gunn explained it they are superheroes that think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary um so that kind of sounds a little corrupt in a lot of ways, like, you know, by any means necessary. 
Um, definitely an interesting take. I don't know if you've ever seen that animated film. Um, oh God, it, it was literally one of the best animated films of of the DC universe. It's a, uh, it, it it's the one with Owl Man. You know, Owl oh, Man. Oh, uh, Crisis on Two Earths. Crisis on, I was gonna say Crisis on Infinite Earths, but I know it's not Infinite Earths, but right, Crisis on Two Earths. It kind of sounds like that a little, well, like in terms of, I forget what the Justice League equivalent was in that movie, but basically uh, oh Owl, God, I don't Owl Man's Justice League, his Justice League, they were kind of corrupt. They, they were, they, they had this bastardized view of what justice should be. Um, and so the authority from the brief description that James Gunn gave, it kind of sounds like that a little bit. They just sound like these heroes that have this twisted way of morality and justice. And we're going to see some darker sides to the DCU. I mean, a name titled the authority. I, I, I would think they probably are messed up a little bit. Ooh, and they probably going to abuse that authority. Yeah, I can see Very. it very i can see it so that's one of the ones it's like i don't know anything about them but you know we'll see it's a live action film coming after the lantern tv series um this is cool real quick with regards to the authority i see some big names have been tied to some uh some authority projects like mark miller uh if you're familiar with mark miller uh kick uh, kick ass wanted uh kingsman uh he's done tied to the some, film uh well he's done some good runs with the authority so if they adapt one of his stories i think that's uh okay that's a that's another kind of trustworthy point uh that's nice okay maybe yeah. draw yeah. inspiration from that so that'll be neat um after the authority film we have paradise lost that's going to be a live action television series is going to be based off of Paradise Island, aka I butchered this name all the time. Terra Terra Mes Terra Stop Stop Terra Themyscira. <laughs> oh, like mascara. <laughs> yeah, Themyscira. There you go. Come on. <laughs> Them mascaras. That's how well, I remember it. I That's guess because they're all women. <laughs> This is going to be a series based off of the island of women that, you know, the the Amazonians, basically, um, from Wonder Woman's people. Um, James going to confirm with this one, this, and, and, and this is very interesting because this, again, ties back into the DCEU before his involvement. Apparently, this television series is going to take place before the events of Wonder Woman 1 and 2. So in this DCU, apparently these other films still occur. They still happen. But, you know, moving forward in terms of like present and future, he's not going to tie too much back into that. But for, for this show, because it's in the past, it will take place before the first two Wonder Woman movies. Um, and he described it as Game of Thrones, but for DC. Very interesting to- choice of words because I want to know what what in the hell does he mean by that? Does he mean the the political like you know games from Game of Thrones? Does he mean the the brutality from Game of Thrones? Like what uh, does he, he could, mean by that? He could also mean you know multiple kind of stories and characters going on simultaneously that eventually converge on each other. Um, 
I have no idea what he really means, but I do find this very interesting given kind of where we are at with Wonder Woman and, you know. Not in a good uh, place. Well, I mean, as you earlier said, they all been invited to reprise their roles. Mm. Uh, But to my understanding, uh, Wonder Woman 3 is not in the talks at all, according to... You remember when Patty Jenkins, the Mm -hmm. director, came out and said whatever? Uh, So, yeah, it's interesting. I uh, I guess they're keeping alive Gal Gadot, and I guess... And again, it's a reset. So, again, you could play with these characters... You can play with the actors behind it and I guess, you know, just go at your own pace and your own story. But it's there it seems they're keeping some stuff. They're just reworking it. So right. very interesting. Very interesting stuff. I mean, we'll we'll wait and see what more info we have on that. All we know is it's that um it's it's a show based off the Amazonians. We don't know if Wonder Woman is in it. She might be. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see as as time goes on. Um, this one I feel like people are going to be really talking about right now because uh, this will create certain confusion. Um, so yeah. we have an upcoming film after Paradise Lost called The Brave and the Bold. This is James Gunn's live action Batman film. Uh, it's going to be, but it's just, it's not titled Batman, the brave and the bold. It is just titled the brave and the bold. Um, but it will be starring live action Batman and everyone's favorite lovable assassin, Damian Wayne. For those that don't know, Damian Wayne is what the, depending on which one you're counting, he's like the fourth or fifth Robin, um, in the lineup of Robins and he's Bruce Wayne's son. So that'll be an interesting take. Um, this is based off of Grant Morrison's Batman run and uh, of, of, you know, the, the Batman comics. And apparently Damian Wayne is James Gunn's favorite Robin. So I think that's going to come with a lot of care on how this is done because this comes with the, like a, a, a big package, right? Damian Wayne has not seen a live action film ever period i don't know about the shows because the shows are hella mid like with the, the cw and whatever they do oh with, he, he is he's not appeared on any cw no i, I feel like if that if he hasn't appeared in cw i feel like he hasn't appeared at all live the action. most i could say live action wise yeah no nothing live action he has appeared in some of the animated works yes as in the animated films and i know he's in the harley quinn show I know right. that much. A- animation. Animation has been his strict, um, like, a- outside of comics, th- that's been his strict appearance. He has appeared in Injustice, you know, the 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 fighting game, Damian Wayne. But um, that's, that's it. No live action. Not only that, this is going to be the first film featuring a live action Robin since Batman and Robin. No! What about yeah, don't, Joseph no. Gordon? No, <laughs> I don't count that. No, but go I'm ahead. Go ahead. I'm what completely about, joking. I am completely joking. I'm completely ahead. joking. Keep our uh, fans, uh, you know, entertained. What? What? Oh, okay. Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, his John Blake character, his real name is his first actual name is Robin in The Dark Knight Rises. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rise. This is, um, does that not count as a Robin? Stupid, stupid. All right, stupid. moving on. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yes, 
This is a the first live action uh, Robin proper since Chris O'Donnell's final run as Robin in the uh, commercially successful uh, but critically panned Batman and Robin. Disgusting. Crazy, I, I, crazy that it, it took this long. It, and, you know, we talked about it earlier, too. I think the reason why it's taken this long without these WB executives and DC executives, you know, they're very, you know, kind of they they don't think outside the box. They kind of have like tunnel vision when it comes to these things. They look at the critical like panning of Batman and Robin oh, instead God. of looking at all the things that that film did wrong. They instead look at. <laughs> Wait a minute. Robin's in this movie. They, they everyone liked the bat credit card. Everyone, the, the bat nipples too. That that was a win, right? That was a, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. And, but, and and the Mr. Freeze puns. Those were those were punny, right? Those were wins. Those were W's. Take the W. Take the W. Take so the W. What why did we fail? Robin. Robin. No more Robin. Robin. No, no more Robin. From here on out, Chris Chris Nolan, you can do whatever the hell you want with this Batman character. No Robin. Well, can I have someone named Robin? No. No. Well, it's just his first name. All right, first name's good. No costume. <laughs> they probably threw in the no costume. <laughs> no costume. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Zach Zach Zach, did you want to put a Robin in your film? Uh, I actually did. I have a lot of actually well thought out plans for a Robin and a Batman family. You can only kill him. You can only kill him. Can I at least show the death of 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 Jason Top? Nope, can't do it. Only imply. Show the costume. That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Finally, it took James Gunn to stick his foot in DC's door and be like, "Stop it." Stop it. Stop being children. Robin can be great. Just do it right. They all can be great. They all, all of them. Can be Damien, great. Jason, uh, 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 Dick Grayson, all of them have qualities. I'm glad they're going with Damien because we never had a Damien Wayne live action ever. I, I think, um, you know, with just Damien compared to the rest of them, it's just more fun. More fun. Story. More telling fun. standpoint you know yeah. um because relatively the rest of the robins they it's like it's a, there were, a lot of them are co carbon copies with some minor few details in their backgrounds uh and how they you know uh portray themselves as robin but they're essentially you know orphan bruce takes them in they become a robin and then there are certain things that they differentiate but as you said this is his son that's a lot more fun to play with. And not to mention, I'll tell you, because James Gunn, he said this is the start of the Bat family the in the Bat DCU. Right, this does right. not mean Dick Grayson cannot appear in this film. He might. Is, he might appear. Maybe. This does not mean Tim Drake cannot appear in this film. This, this does not mean no Robins have come before, you know? And right. dare I say, Damien's story is even greater with the idea that there were Robins before Yes, him. the animated films that tackle that issue, like how did the other Robins behave? Like why did why did Dick Grayson become Nightwing? 
how did Jason die under your watch? You're, you're a loser, father. The, uh, absolutely. It, it, the fact that there are it writes enough, itself it, it writes, writes itself. itself it's just they're they're i they're um what, what am i trying to say their existence furthers the story with bruce and damien because you know right here here he's adopted children not only the robins there's the bad girls and spoilers and right all that jazz but here's his actual son and yet he's kind of low-key failing um right right this is what i wanted i've been wanting this batman film for a long time no uh, you don't you want the batman you want hell. three hours i've been i know no and again as you said too this might confuse audiences because we're getting there i think they're both slated around the same time um uh, right um these are two different projects there's the batman matt reeves is the batman part two and there is the Brave and the Bold, two different Batmans. One is Elseworld, which is the Batman, and the other is in James Gunn's continuity for the DCU, which is Brave and the Bold. So, um, pick your poison. I'm pick your poison. I no choose your nectar. What the hell is that? Oh. These are going to be both great films. I really hope so. I really hope so because it it again. Have we had two Batman simultaneously? Never, never, ever, okay. ever, ever. Okay. I can, like, like you mean live action, right? Yeah, like at the same time. Never, like I, I can't imagine because you run the risk of just confusing people. Like, I, it, I mean, we were close. We were close. Um, you know, Ben we Affleck. It, ben, well, Ben Affleck is still going to be in the Flash, and had it came out last year, we would have had Robert Pattinson and I, Ben Affleck in the same year. I think the because both of those films kept getting pushed the the Batman and the Flash to the point where you did have that confusion where you have one appearing before the other. I think in a perfect world, if these films released on the date they were supposed to, you wouldn't have them coming out at roughly the same time. Maybe right, you have right. the Batman coming out like a year later or even two years later after the flash the flash has been done for <laughs> like two years already yeah no it has it really has people um, have watched the whole movie james already. gunn has watched the whole movie he's like oh my god you guys are not ready you're not like ready. It's, it's 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 out of post they they finish editing they finish the graphics it's done <laughs> it's just there on a server <laughs> just waiting um so i'm i'm excited for this kind of again conceptually damian wayne bat family um th th this is going to be good i have a yeah. I have a really good feeling this is going to be good casting um, casting matters casting cast matters right. cast who cast right cast right cast right we'll see no no casting calls yet on this but uh we'll see we'll see um outside of the bat the batman outside of brave and the bold uh after this film we have a booster gold live action show um this i kind of find funny uh do you remember booster gold from the I, I, dc animated I do. I, do. I uh i i the specifically the episode of justice league unlimited yes i recall wasn't his gimmick like he was uh pretending that he was from the future or something no uh, he he is from the future he literally sucks as a hero in the future 
and comes to the past to seek fame and fortune. Ah, okay, okay. Or the future is just saturated with so much better heroes that he gets no shine. And he has like like a robot companion like that floats next to him. Is that? Yeah, I I can't remember his name, but uh, funny little wisecracking dude. Uh, okay, I I I'm only recalling from like the original. Um, no, no. Bo- listen, Booster Gold fits right up James Gunn's type of comedy. I think he's gonna think have gonna a good. field day with Booster Gold. This is gonna be good. This is gonna this is gonna be one of the funniest shows. Like I'm just. I'm thinking of with what he did with the hero like Peacemaker, like th- that's how I'm looking at it as, fat, like fat, like you know, rewind back to like what, um, 2020, 20 or 19, whatever. You hear him saying we're gonna do a show on Peacemaker. You're gonna be like, who the hell is Peacemaker? Oh, who? who? Yeah. Peace who? And look what happened. That one of the funniest superhero series ever. Booster I mean- Gold, yeah. It's we right even called there. it probably like top tier of the DCEU. Of oh, yes. And like, uh, right. Of the entirety, better than Wonder Woman, better than Aquaman, better than easily all them things. Peacemaker is like top tier. It It's hilarious. Uh, Booster Gold. I remember this guy <gasps> being a clown in Justice League. Just thought of, just thought of, uh, well, he spun straw into gold with peacemaker and here we are here we are get it booster gold and he's now got gold whatever move pathetic sure um so that'll be cool he described it as a superhero story of imposter syndrome on an hbo max series um so that's all we got on booster gold but still keep your eyes out for that we also have a Supergirl movie, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. I said Supergirl series, Supergirl movie. Supergirl movie, movie yeah. Supergirl movie, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, this will be a bit of a different take a little bit on um, Supergirl. You know, uh, Clark Kent was raised on Earth uh, with, you know, by uh, loving mother and father in Kansas. This version of Supergirl, though, will be raised on a random chunk of of krypton that is floating in space so she's gonna be jaded in a way uh she's she, she's gonna have like no social skills i i don't know how she's gonna be when she gets to earth um so that'll be an interesting take on supergirl um i know there's the the supergirl tv series on cw i know people some people think- really liked it and some people really didn't and then uh, it just got it- worse it's like, okay. yeah, I think I think it's had a really strong beginning, and over time it got worse. Uh, don't forget though, I mean, I don't know if they're casting the same. I really hope they do because I'm hearing good things. Um, from CW? Super- well, no, 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 not CW, but Supergirl's going to appear in Flash. Um. Oh yes, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah um, right. I think you even can see her in that. Remember that teaser? that had dropped in like comic-con uh no for, you don't for the for, for for the flash movie yeah, yeah you remember that brief flash teaser that they had i don't think i saw yeah i didn't see supergirl in it or at least i don't recall seeing Supergirl. Uh, well in she it. doesn't look like supergirl per se because oh, um, maybe that's why then she's not blonde uh she's uh played by sasha Kaye. um okay. she uh uh 
I don't know. Oh, she's Colombian. She's Colombian. So uh, they made her Latina. Uh, so that was a big deal. People were like, oh, cool. Latina representation uh, as Supergirl. And I heard, like, through the grapevine, she's pretty good in Flash as Supergirl. So I imagine, again, if the idea is a lot of these people can reprise their roles, um, maybe we'll see her as the Supergirl of this film. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they're trying to build off of what they already got, you know, that's what. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. Don't know. No, I mean, uh, they could, they could. I, uh, he, James Gunn did say that you know certain characters, like what we mentioned earlier, like Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, God forbid, um, and you know Zachary Levi. You know these these actors can come back and reprise their roles for these characters now how far out he's willing to extend that hand in terms of yes you know we mentioned the heavy hitters like flash shazam wonder woman but you as well can um reprise your role as this character like supergirl or someone else or whoever um james gunn made it clear that he won't have multiple people playing different roles um and I feel like that there's some confusion in that because it was heavily implied like a couple months ago that Jason Momoa was going to be playing um, uh, Lobo, even though he plays Aquaman. And it's like, how is that going to work? So, but James Gunn said, nope, nope, no one's playing more than one role. We're, we're not doing it. So I guess we'll see how they handle that. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I I, I would like to see a Supergirl film rather than a CW show. Um, so I am interested in that. I, I am definitely interested in that. Um, and the last project on James Girl, James Girl, James, James, James Gunn's slate is Swamp Thing. This is very interesting because this film, it's a live action film, and it will be a different tone and it is going for horror themes like it'll be a horror-esque film that still ties back into the dcu in some way but in terms of the tone and the themes it is going to be completely different from the rest of the films and series that precede it so that's interesting you know i know i know the mcu claims that uh multiverse of madness was supposed to be horror-esque i wasn't spooked with multiverse madness there were weird scenes i guess there was a minor body horror a la sam raimi but i trust james gunn when he's saying this is going to be a horror type film i expect to be ooh, ew, that looks oh man what's going on here or maybe i am going to be spooked from from um swamp thing in theaters maybe who knows that the theme the theme is what interests me Oh no no yeah that that's totally fine. I guess you know I'm starting to notice a trend. You know we talked about Supergirl, uh, you know and she had that show on CW, and now they're giving her the film treatment. Swamp Thing. Did you know Swamp Thing had a show? Um yeah it he had um yes 2019 yes. 2019. 2019 I heard it got it aired like a few episodes and it got canceled. Didn't I it? think I think this was uh oh yeah that's right so. 
Do you remember DC Universe, that failed attempt at DC trying to make a streaming? I remember the only time I ever used that was when we watched the premiere episode for Titans. Oh, wow. Throwing it back. Wow. Yes. I, uh, I That was the one time I used it. Damn, I do remember. I mean, I, I, I definitely used it to watch season three of Young Justice. But um, either way, Swamp Thing had its start on the DC Universe. And then I think okay. it aired its final episodes on CW. So now it seems like they're taking a lot of their failed products mm -hmm. and giving them another. Not, I mean, Supergirl wasn't a failure. It definitely ran for like whatever, six, seven It seasons. ran for a while, yeah. Right. And it, yeah, it definitely has a fan base for sure. Um, Swamp Thing got the axe after one season, 10 episodes. Um, so it seems like they're trying to they're trying to rewrite a lot of the things that didn't work or didn't, uh, you know, jump at fans and that's a that's a cool way to go ahead and tackle it i think swamp thing too is a good character to kind of highlight if you're trying to get that horror vibe uh but uh swamp thing definitely is going to introduce or open the door to uh say uh justice league dark you know uh mm, yeah the, the horror-esque um right kind of like the constantine vibe well a bit. Const constantine is one of them so it's like okay. constantine swamp thing uh you know dead man whoever else so uh mm. hey if they if they can knock it out the park i mean i don't i don't think i need to jump out of my seat uh just just give me the scare like just give me a good story with this horror element you know you can have right. good stories that don't have to necessarily you know yeah make you jump out of your seat just uh just have that element and uh deliver so um very interesting choice sure um didn't see it coming uh not really necessarily excited but if they can deliver i'll definitely you know tune in for Whatever. sure for sure um and uh that kind of rounds out what james gunn revealed so far for the dc slate uh this is not everything with part one of gods and monsters uh this is just a segment of it which is crazy because it, it feels like there's a lot of things there's a lot of projects in here but this is not even everything that's coming out for part one so james gunn still has stuff under his belt for um the dcu for you know i guess phase one there was one thing that we kind of glossed over it it has nothing to do with the DCU. It, it, it kind of doubled back to um, uh, Batgirl. I, I I don't know if you remember the fiasco with Batgirl. Oh God, sure. Let's uh, talk about it. This Let's was, talk about it. So right, we all know Batgirl was I think completed for the most part. It was in I think post production or it was already done for the most part. And DC when it was going through its uh its internal shifting, you know whatever you want to call it, it was axing multiple projects. There were fears of like shows, movies, just getting, just getting the chopper, getting the chopper. Batgirl, the movie was one of them. And it's funny because, um, I mean, it's not funny that it got axed, but it's, 
there's humor in this in a way because for example when the when the film got axed all the creators that were behind the film they were like oh man this film was so good you guys were gonna love it um Batgirl and 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 uh uh Gotham City and and, and Batman and you know they were really hyping it up they were like this is this was the next big thing um but you couldn't see it because um you know WB DC they're like mm, nope cut it cut it don't care don't release it get get a tax write off for it um so they did that right and this got brought into conversation today again uh peter peter zafron you know the the guy that's also with james gunn and spearheading the dcu he decided to throw everyone under the bus <laughs> that was involved with batgirl and he basically said Batgirl was not releasable. He said he said that he thought David Saslav and the team made a very bold and courageous decision to cancel it because it would have hurt DC. Peter, in the nicest way possible, is saying this movie was straight ass. It, I, you never see an ex like someone high up the ladder for like a corporate a corporation a business they never go this far to throw one of their projects under the bus like that. It makes me believe this man has to be telling the truth. He he has to be telling the truth. This movie must have been bad. I still would have loved to see it, but it must have been bad. That's insane. It would have hurt DC. <laughs> Nah, like I'm like, I don't know how you feel about it, but that 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 to me was just it was almost comedic. Like I, I could not believe this man just said that. I can only think one, what he said was rude as fuck. <laughs> um, yes, yes, it was very <laughs> yes, it was very disrespectful to everyone that worked on that project. I am sure there was a better way to say that this movie could not be released. Nor did they even have to address it um yeah so. wh why even bring it up Th that's my question it, there is no batgirl tie-in project with the dcu why do they have to bring up the the canceled batgirl project i i just thought that was even that added to the comedy no one asked for it but they decided to mention it what i imagine is that maybe the movie wasn't ass but what i imagine is just the movie doesn't make a lot of sense uh and when I, I and I say that based on what I know about the film, you know, Leslie Grace uh, from In the Heights fame is playing Batgirl. Sure. Fine. J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon, which would mean one. we are set in the universe, um, at least to my base knowledge. If J.K. Simmons is your Gordon, we're in the same universe as the Snyderverse uh, because J.K. Simmons was Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. All right. However... Michael Keaton is here as Batman. Right. He was. Yeah, they filmed and did all his shots already. And unless this is a direct tie-in to Flashpoint, which Michael Keaton is also appearing as Batman, where a film like Flashpoint can make sense that Michael Keaton is appearing as Batman due to the nature of multiverse and timeline changing. Why the hell is he in this Batgirl movie? You know, it just sounds confusing. That movie could have very much worked 
on its own. No tie-ins, no greater expansion. Just this is Batgirl. Look who's here. Here's the movie. But whatever they got planned, it probably doesn't fit. They look at the old plan and be like, how the fuck did they think this was going to fit? <laughs> so, what were you thinking? Brian's like, hello? Who's in charge here? Let me let me talk to somebody. Let me talk to whoever David, came up with this. You, this was you? Get out. David, Get out. Do you approve this, David? David? No, no, I canceled it. I canceled it. That was good. Oh, okay, good. But you greenlit it to begin with. Get out. Goodbye. Get out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's Speculation. This is what I see. This is what I get from reading what's going on here. Um, I, I mean, it's still, it's very unfortunate. I hope, honestly, as we talked about, I hope it's still in someone's basement or someone's attic. They got it off the servers. They got it on a flash drive. There's a, there's a, <laughs> that's a skit right there. There's a whole, there's a flash drive. We got to get this flash drive out to the public and not let DC try to stop us. It's unfortunate, but I would like to actually see what everybody was freaking out about. It, it's more out of curiosity. I yes. I don't I don't think this thing was going to be good, but I I, I do want to see it. I still yeah, absolutely see it. absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that, you know, kind of just run of the mill. You know, some updates on actors and everything that we already covered, but that pretty much covers the DC you slate for the next eight to 10 years. If you guys couldn't tell, uh, for the most part, I can speak for myself. I'm excited. The Grandmaster claims to be excited, but I'm excited. Nick, for the I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. <laughs> When's this Quantumania come out already? Oh my gosh. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm invested enough. I, like, I think I'm invested enough. I, I think you have enough familiarity in here to kind of, you know, you have your heavy hitters, you have your Supermans, you have your Batmans in this, you have your Flash <laughs> whenever that comes out, but you still have some obscure stuff where you're like, it's not what I would have asked for, but just from what I'm hearing on the conceptual level. This sounds very interesting. Amanda Waller series? I wouldn't have asked for that, but set between seasons one and two, and it's going to be from the Doom Patrol and Watchmen showrunners? Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds nice. And you got, you know, Swamp Thing. You got, um, you know, Lantern. Well, we, we were asking for a Green Lantern something for years. Uh, but we're getting a show and we're getting both main characters that we want in a Green Lantern series. So this slate, it, maybe I'm being too optimistic or maybe I've been burned the hell out from just the garbage DC has given us in live action for the last 10 oh, garbage. years. You heard it first. He said it. Dr. Mondo, get him. I, it, it's in garbage. Chris, the most Chris get him. Get him. This, this right here, this DCU slate, this has me excited. Not just, hmm, I wonder what they'll do with this. No, this has me hyped. I can't wait for any of these projects to come out. So we'll see. We got nothing here in terms of video games. Even though he's confirmed there are video games that are going to tie into this. We have the upcoming 
Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League coming out from Rocksteady Studios. I doubt that is going to tie in in any way, but seeing as, seeing as how that game keeps getting pushed out further and further and further out, maybe James Gunn might be like, hey, th th throw in a multiverse thing right here. Throw in a mention so that we could tie this back in at some point. They, they could do that. They they could do that. Um, any any final thoughts or 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 defenses for the masses that you want to say so that they know you're not just a Marvel shill, Grandmasters. <laughs> that they know the DCU is is you're here for it. You're on the gravy train. Uh, listen, I'm gonna say this again on some of these projects. I'm very much interested in. I'm definitely interested in, in Brave and the Bold. And a bat family i'm interested in flash see what really what the fuck is going on and again a lot of ideas that james gunn is throwing out there sound good to me a universe that connects animated projects live action and even video games that is new that is unique i like that a green lantern show as you said i like that uh yeah i like a lot of what he has to say this is not all he has to say. I notice a lack of uh, women-led films. We didn't get a lot of those. We got Paradise Lost, Supergirl. I think so those were the only two that have been mentioned in this slate. That's good. Uh, uh, say what? That's good. Well, are, are you saying? Oh, you I want, want more. more. I want more. I want more. Is there, is there a particular character that you're thinking of? Well, again, if they're digging up the bottom of the barrel to make an authority Amanda Waller film. as well. Uh, oh, Amanda Waller's three. If they digging up okay, the give me give me something. <laughs> give if they digging something. at the bottom of the barrel to pull out the authority film, you know, I think we can get some more. But I mean, who knows? We haven't heard any casting. Uh, but again, I think there's a lot of characters we can see uh, that would be, you know, fun to explore and different outside of you know our generic seven Justice League members. So I'd like to see. Uh, who they choose to spotlight the next. DC world is larger than just the Justice League. Correct. So, uh, you know, I like to see more of more diverse roles, uh, more diverse characters. Take a take a shot in the dark like they did with Shang-Chi, you know, uh, you see what see what comes out on the other end. Uh, but I'm definitely I can overall say. Uh, oh, and God dang, I don't want a black Superman. Give me static. Give me, give me black lightning. Where's give static me... shock? <laughs> Wait, what's the phrase? Uh, but you never had black lightning before. That's that's. Uh, I got. I just realized I said static shock and black lightning, whose power base and race and background are pretty much the same. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that is the line Black Lightning says in Young Justice. Uh, give me Batman Beyond, man. Let's come on, man. Well, you know what? I trust in James to give us that. I, I trust I, in honestly, James. Honestly, I do too. Funny enough, I really Actually, do. Funny enough, <laughs> funny enough again. Um, there was a Batman Beyond film that was canceled recently, um, with Michael Keaton. The, the the rumored uh, the rumored oh this man is always tied to these projects the rumored Michael Keaton uh Batman film that he was supposed to star in which I imagine he would play an older Bruce Wayne it was reportedly a Batman Beyond film heartbreaking would have loved, loved that 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 is so perfect but maybe James Gunn saw that and he's like I can do it better sure kill this one. Which it's crazy too. James Gunn is like kind of like 
writing a lot of these projects. Like he's, yeah, he's credited. He's, he's gonna be credited as a writer. So sure, I'm with it. I'm for it. Um, again, uh, a lot of what has been given and shown does not upset me. It interests me, and I like the thinking behind it. So therefore, I would love to see more and what is to come of this. Again, he's got more to announce in chapter one. Mm-hmm. This is all he could announce now. So uh, I'm awaiting what more he's got to say. And let's finish out these four projects this year. And let's keep it moving. I agree. I agree. As we mentioned, folks, the uh, the hierarchy of the DCU is shifting. It's not because of shifting. not because of Black Adam, not because of Black Adam, but it's shifting. It is shifting for real this time. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you all think about these projects down below. What are you most excited for? Is there something that James Gunn announced that you're like, oh man, I'm so glad that he's doing this? Or is there a project that you kind of wished he did announce and maybe you think it's saved for the latter half of um, phase one or maybe he has it saving up for phase two? Uh, again, this this is a well thought out plan where DC just didn't have anything before. And they were just from what, from how you could tell the films were going, they were just going through the motions. They had no direction. They were just like, all right, I guess we'll do a Shazam two. I guess we'll do a wonder woman two. not really building up to anything. This feels like a universe and I'm excited. You know, James Gunn, the comparison might not be there yet, but he's seeming a lot like the Kevin Feige of this DC universe as that single spearhead to move it along. Whether it's a success or not, we will have to wait and see. We got some projects coming up this year that we have to go and see, uh, for better or worse, to see what the last portion of the DCEU has to offer. Um but yeah let us know what you all think down below wherever you're listening to us on whether it be apple Podcasts, youtube twitter spotify instagram tiktok at the yonko table let us know your thoughts down below and if you want to see our gaming side hell we might play some dc games very soon check out at dr jace attorney down below but with that everyone i'm your yonko host dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop signing off take care